Greeting friends and brethren, welcome to Voice in the Wilderness. I'm Don Noble of Pure Heart Ministries, and I welcome you today with exceedingly great joy. Last week, I started talking about the Hebrew New Year, 5781, and I want to finish that today. I mentioned last week how important it is for us as Christians, whose roots are Jewish, to understand Hebrew things and certainly to understand the Hebrew year. You see, because that's God's calendar, and he follows his calendar. He doesn't follow our Roman calendar. So we want to learn God's calendar so that we understand what God wants to say to us as his people. So, Father, I thank you for this message today, and I pray that the people will understand it, they will grasp it, they will desire to know more about their Jewish roots. So I just bless them in Jesus' name. Amen. So we are in the Hebrew year 5781, and this is a year to break the curse. Now, remember last week, I talked about the two letters representing this new year, and they are the Hebrew words pay, P-E-Y, and aleph, A-L-E-P-H. Last week, I talked about pay. That's the decade. We're in the 80s decade. We started last September with 5780. So we started that pay decade last a whole year ago. Pay is a picture of the mouth. And it includes the words speech, word, vocalization. So this year is a year to declare what God says, his words, the Bible. Deliverance is also a pay word, and it's a season of deliverance from our enemies. Passover and Purim are also pay words. Both are celebrations of deliverance. So a pay year is a year of deliverance. I also mention that the next, well, nine years now, because we've already gone through one of the years of the decade pay, but we are in um, a decade of war. Now, in this year, 5781, the primary letter associated with this year is Aleph, and it's the Hebrew number one. Remember that in the Hebrew language, in the Jewish language, they letters and numbers, um, a number is a picture, and that picture is a word. So Aleph, the, it is the first letter in their alphabet, and originally Aleph was a picture of an ox or a bull. So Aleph is a symbol of strength, just like pay is a picture of a mouth. Now, what I'm about to conclude today are things that um, Robert Heidler at Glory of Zion taught on. So this isn't my material, this is his material. But Robert Heidler is a great teacher, and um, so these are Um, what he put together to teach us about the year 5781. Now, 
the prophet apostle Chuck Pierce said that 5781 is a year of breaking curses. That's what we're going to focus on today. The letter Aleph shows us how. Now, many Christian people live under a curse. Well, Jesus came to set us free from every curse. Yes, Jesus became the curse that set us free from sin and eternal death. But there are many other curses that affect you and I. Lack, poverty, sickness, barrenness. A curse is an open door to the devil in your life and in my life. A curse brings the decrease of what is good, beneficial, and pleasant. A curse takes what is flourishing and makes it barren. It takes what has life and releases sickness and death. It takes abundance and removes it until all that's left is poverty and lack. And yes, many Christians are living under a curse instead of enjoying God's blessing. Now, God wants every curse broken. Why? So we can walk in the fullness of his blessing. If you remember the Abrahamic blessing, what God spoke to Abraham, that he would be the father of many nations, he would be a blessing to each and every one. So blessings are very important, but it's also important to understand what curses are. So what is a blessing and what does a blessing look like? Well, when you walk in a blessing, there is a surprising increase of what is good, beneficial, and pleasant in life. You see, what was barren begins to bloom. What had experienced decrease produces abundance. What was dead experiences life. So the blessing is absolutely opposite the curse. Now the devil is always looking for an opportunity for an opportunity to oppress us. That shouldn't surprise you. He wants to steal, kill, and destroy. Remember, he's a roaring lion, walking about, seeking whom he may devour. That's our adversary. That's the one that we fight against each and every day. That's the one who we are in war with. And he wants to steal, kill, and destroy everything in our life, including us. A curse gives the devil an opportunity. Now let's go back to the letter Aleph, which means strength. Most of the strong names of God are Aleph words. I am that I am. Elohim, strong one. 
El Elyon, Most High God. El Shaddai, God Almighty. El Olam, the Eternal or the Everlasting God. El Hai, the Living God. El Gibor, the Mighty God. And Elah, Awesome God. Another Aleph word is Father. Now, we talked about that a little last week when we talked about the word panim, which is a pay word, which means face. And we talked about being face to face with God. So this year, God wants you to know. He wants you to know him as your loving father. So it's significant that Aleph is, uh, or the word father is an Aleph word. So in this year, God really wants you to know him as your loving father. And you might say, well, I already know him as my loving father. Well, he really, if, if you really, really know that, and trust me, there's a lot of Christians who really don't know him as a loving father because they're always comparing him to their earthly father. And if they had a terrible, mean, um, not so good earthly father, they often compare their heavenly father to their earthly father. But this is a year to really grasp the revelation that God is a loving father. We really want to grasp that and really get to know him better and better and better. He wants you to experience his strength, his power, his care. If you're trying to break out of a curse, you need to know him as a father who has the strength to handle every problem, right? He's our heavenly father. He is just like what we said. He's Elohim. He's the strong one. He's El Shaddai. He's God Almighty. He's El Gibor, the mighty God, awesome God. Almost all relational words are Aleph words. Brother, sister, husband, wife, uncle, aunt, woman, man, widow, nation, tribe, people group. Those are all Aleph words. Those are all relational words. Now, family is important to break a curse. How did God restore Job's fortunes? And break him free from the curse. Remember what happened to Job. Whoa. He lost all of his cattle. All of his livestock. All of everything. Then he lost all his children. His property. His home. His children. Then he lost his health. He was covered in boils. So how did God restore Job's fortunes. And break him free from the curse. Well, Job 42, 11 through 12, says it was through his family. 
You see, all of his brothers and sisters and everyone who had known him before came and ate with him in his house. And what did they do? They comforted Job. They consoled Job. And each one gave him a piece of silver and a gold ring. God blessed that to restore his fortunes. So, if you are trying to break out of a curse, and a left year is a year you need to be connected. See, you need to know who you are knit to. A left gives a picture of what it's like to be set free from a curse. A left words include darkness and gloom. But, but, also a left words are light, become light, and dawn. If you're living under a curse, God wants to bring you to the dawn of a new day. And I surely say amen to that. Now some Aleph words describe a curse. To be weak, sick, in trouble, to be dying, to be destroyed, to be in sorrow, in calamity, suffering, and harm. Now, if you see those things active in your life, any of the things that I just mentioned, weakness, sickness, trouble, dying, sorrow, calamity, suffering, harm, if you see those things active in your life, you are probably under a curse. And God doesn't want you to stay there. But other Aleph words point the way to God's blessing. The words citadel, stronghold, power, strength, healing, restoration, treasure, and take possession. So to break a curse, you need to know God and his power. You need to know how to run to your stronghold. And the key is in Psalm 18. You need to know your tribe, who you are connected to and knit to. Now, my tribe is in Texas. My tribe is Glory of Zion. Chuck Pierce is the apostle. Robert Heidler is one of the teachers. That's my tribe. That's who I'm connected to. That's who I'm knit to spiritually. When you find yourself in the darkness, you need to keep going until light dawns. In other words, you just need to keep persevering. If it's, if it's you're, you're in this time of darkness, you keep pushing through. You keep pushing through. You need to speak the right words. That's most important. If you get anything about what I'm saying today, the most important thing is that you speak the right words. Aleph shows how a curse is broken. Aleph words include command, utterance, and to speak. 
So to break a curse, you must open your mouth. And we are in a pay decade, meaning mouth. So to break a curse, you must open your mouth and be careful what you say. Something that's very important to do. First of all, you confess and repent of any known sin. That's foundational. That's what we, you know, that's what I've preached for many, many, many years. We confess our sins. We repent. Anything that we know of, we ask the Holy Spirit. Is there anything else that I'm missing? Is there anything else I'm not remembering? Is there any uh, action that I've taken that was against your biblical principles, against an individual? Did I say something? Did I think something? Did I think thoughts that were not biblically aligned with you, Lord? So we confess and repent of any known sin. And then we boldly declare what God says. See, it's a time to understand the power of the spoken word. Because every word God speaks has power. In other words, every word in the Bible, every word God speaks in that Bible has power. Psalm 107, the Lord sent his word and healed them. Matthew 8, 8, what did the centurion say to Jesus? He said, but only speak a word and my servant will be healed. He understood this concept. That centurion totally got it. Jesus said he would go visit the servant and the centurion said oh no 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 don't need to you Jesus just speak a word and my servant will be healed now that's a revelation of understanding authority and a revelation of uh, confessing boldly what God says Genesis 1 God spoke and the world was created. God wants us to know. He wants you and I to know that our words have power. So this is a season, this year, to make faith declarations. We declare what God has said over key situations. A key passage for this year is Jeremiah 1.12, where God is speaking to the young prophet Jeremiah, and he says to Jeremiah, you have seen well, for I am ready to perform my word. I am ready to perform my word. That's what the Lord is saying to the prophet Jeremiah. Now, God is telling Jeremiah that when his word is declared, he's watching to quickly fulfill it. Sometimes we forget these very key scriptures 
that are that are literally like a key that unlocks a door and we want to remember these things because they're very very important to us we want to learn the power of the spoken word so we have to do something important we have to set a guard on our mouth we cannot give voice to unbelief we cannot murmur and complain so those um, two things right there we in this year this Aleph year we have to be very very careful what is coming out of our mouth we don't want to give any voice to unbelief be careful what you say about your body say about your family say about your finances or any things about your personal situation don't murmur and complain be very careful to declare what God has said claim his promises I mean that means you're gonna have to open your Bible you're gonna have to open the Bible and read it and find God's promises if you don't know what they are you need to start reading it let's stop being biblically illiterate let's know God's Word let's gosh if we don't know it let's learn it let's get in there let's be a Berean let's dig in God's Word and see what he says in there because death and life are in the power of our tongue that's what the Bible says so we have an opportunity we can either speak death over situations curses death is curses or we can speak life now speaking God's words can break a curse I'm gonna conclude with something I want you to listen very carefully to this a curse is a word spoken in the natural realm that releases demonic power in the spiritual realm so when you and I speak a curse right we're speaking right in the natural realm and that's the realm that we're living in but that is that releases demonic power in the spiritual realm and God warns us to never speak a curse because when you speak a curse you are partnering partnering with demons and God doesn't want us to partner with demons Psalm 109 17 warns that a man who delights in cursing others will find a curse coming upon himself. Be careful what you speak. You see, right now, in this election year, and it's heating up, and we're watching all these wicked things go on, and we are seeing behavior out of politicians that we don't like or don't um, agree with, be careful don't call people crazy stupid don't call them bad names don't curse at them those are curses and you are partnering with demons when you do that so repent of that if you've done it repent of it just don't do it again 
And if it bothers you that much, then turn the TV off and don't listen to any of it or the radio. But be careful what you speak. You realize that many parents curse their children. They say things like, you're no good. You're stupid. You're, you'll never amount to anything. A lot of people curse themselves. They say things like, I'll never make it. I'm not good enough. Um, this is too hard for me. I can't take it anymore. Folks, these are curses, and we don't want to be speaking them. Here's why. Demons take every curse that we speak very seriously. And what they'll do is they will gather other demons to help carry out the curse against us. A curse can have great power, but there's something more powerful than a curse, and that's the blessing. A blessing always trumps a curse. So in conclusion, in this year, 5781, that we have entered into, and we are now coming into the Feast of Tabernacles, really, really exciting time of year. We'll talk about that next week. But let's be careful. Let's really make a a grand effort not to speak a curse, first of all. If you've spoken curses over your children, over your grandchildren, over yourself, just go to the Lord, confess it, repent of it, and drop it and just don't do it again if you've spoken curses uh, against other people people in the workplace people in government people that a lot of times we speak curses over people we don't even know just confess and repent of it because we do not want to partner with demons remember they will gather other demons to help carry out the curse against us so We don't want to go there. We don't want to do that. We want to be people that release the blessing. So speak blessings over your spouse, blessing over your children, blessings over your grandchildren, blessings over your neighbor, blessings over your friends. Um, Every time you have an opportunity to speak a blessing, speak a blessing. That blessing will return to you. This year is important because we want to break all the curses in our lives. And trust me, I, I'd venture to say we all have some place where there's, there's a curse has been operating. And we don't want that. We want the blessings of the Lord. We want the health and vitality and life of the Lord working in our life and on our behalf. So... Stop cursing, start blessing. Well, this is Dawn Noble. I hope you have enjoyed hearing and learning about the new Hebrew year 5781. You can go to listen to this podcast again by going to www.pureheart.today. I certainly uh, desire your prayers for this ministry and 
would love for you to help uh, keep this radio program on the air. It's very expensive to be on WWVA, so uh, if you would like to help defray the cost, you can write me at or send a check at uh, Pure Heart Ministries, P.O. Box 85, Valley Grove, West Virginia. Pure Heart Ministries, P.O. Box 85, Valley Grove, West Virginia, 26060. Well, I look forward to being with you again next week. I say Shana Tova, Happy New Year, and Shalom, Shalom. Peace be unto you.